trigger warning mental health related discussion ahead all the discussions on this podcast are of our personal opinions hello everyone this is arzu this is akanksha and welcome to the fifth episode of atypical avocados <laughs> man we've all had such an intense week uh, how's it going for you it's not been that great i mean as if the pandemic wasn't enough there's so many things just piling on each other yeah when we started this podcast uh, we were mostly concerned you know with people adapting and reinventing to survive the pandemic and the economic slowdown because of it but since then looking back there's so much that has happened exactly just think about it okay during this 3 months we have survived the worst locust attack that has been around for like what 17 years and a sequence of earthquakes in northern india and gujarat there have been cyclones on the east and west side of india like what is happening yeah there were two gas leaks so far in assam and vishakhapatnam there was a wildfire in uttarakhand that lasted around 4 to 5 days and there were killings due to the hindu nationalist rampage in delhi this was all in india but in the us also there has been a lot of social unrest due to the inhumane killing of george floyd by a policeman in minnesota yeah the protests have been going on for weeks now in fact last week in seattle the protesters took over several blocks and created a police free autonomous zone called the free capital hill to demonstrate what a community looks like without the police intervening yeah they wanted to defund the police and put these funds back into healthcare and other essential services now while capital hill might be a good example of a police free community there are bad ones too violence and looting has been on the rise while most places looters have targeted big capitalist banks they are also looting small business owners who have been consistently giving back to the community and some of which are even black owned exactly why police is so important you know one of the bases of the government is to ensure domestic peace which is the definite purpose of the police you know and the killing of george floyd was an example of the opposite and when the government is unable to perform its basic functions it fails and and vices such as corruption and violence increase you know people lose trust in the government and they want to take over yeah and george floyd was just you know a tipping point this has been happening for so long and that trust has been fading so like we mentioned previously it's not just businesses but also governments that are based on trust absolutely something that has been bothering me this last week was the suicide of the famous bollywood celeb sushant singh rajput i think it's affected a lot of people you know because the more you read or hear about him the more relatable you find him and his story right yeah i mean he was what every middle class kid dreams to be right he studied mm-hmm. hard he did everything right he got into an amazing engineering college he read a lot he wrote a lot and he was a space geek yeah and also his acting career look where he started from he came from a background dancer made it onto an big you know producers tv show and then finally got a big movie break and his first movie was so great and that's what has made him you know gain so many followers and fans over the years yeah i think i watched kaipochi twice in the theater in the same week 
and you know that is why it's so difficult to wrap your head around this whole incident yeah i was watching dhoni just today and something struck out to me even in that movie there is one moment where he's sitting on a bench and he's talking to like his coach and he tells him that i've been stuck in this spot for 3 years and i'm starting to feel depressed and the coach just replies saying that are don't think such negative thoughts and i feel like that's what people's attitude is towards mental health in india especially yeah that's exactly what toxic positivity is all about yeah and toxic positivity is out there only because of the stigma surrounding mental health and that makes you realize how important it is to have the necessary conversation on it and normalize it basically so what is mental health akansha it's basically having a healthy mind like you know you have a healthy body our mind produces a lot of chemicals and enzymes and sometimes the imbalance of these causes cognitive impairment or differentiated and irritable behavior which could also be triggered by you know isolation by stress by loss of a loved one yeah people don't realize that mental health is also supposed to be given as much importance as people give to taking care of their physical selves prevention awareness and treatment can cure this illness like any other absolutely so we did some research on mental health and we found out that 7.5% of our country's population suffers from mental disorders and in fact india accounts for 15% of this burden globally who estimated that even before the pandemic in 2020 200 million indians may have a mental illness and this is only bound to increase due to ptsd caused by quarantining arzu you know one suicide happens every 40 seconds globally and in india suicide is the second leading cause of death among our youth that is just sad it is i don't know i don't know what to say about it but research also revealed that suicide and mental health are interrelated especially in high income countries most suicides happen impulsively in moments of crisis with a breakdown in the ability to deal with stress and despite all of this unfortunately mental health is still a social stigma in our country due to lack of awareness lack of professional help available due to insufficient investment in mental health by the government according to the who 150 million indians need active intervention while only 30 million actually receive it you know i was so furious after reading what our government does for mental health which is absolutely nothing then you know i just shut everything up and i just forced myself to sleep I know it's it's very very disappointing especially for a country that has such a young population it is sad that the government doesn't put any resources into mental health being the fifth largest economy we spend only 0.05% of our annual healthcare budget on mental health exactly in 2019 we spent only 650k dollars on mental health which is what cost our pm to take a day trip there are only 9000 psychiatrists in our country and we're short of 18000 psychiatrists yeah for our demographic and population 9000 psychiatrists is a very small number the government spends 4.5 million dollars celebrating world yoga day which is today by the way while almost a zero on mental health day our whole family did yoga this morning to celebrate world yoga day which is so amazing so nothing against yoga but this is extremely unacceptable yeah who also estimates that economic loss due to mental illness between 2012 and 2030 will be 1 trillion dollars 
you know i feel like it's a whole demand and supply problem right because mental health is a big social stigma people don't talk about it and people don't want to get help they think burying it or sleeping on it is going to resolve all their issues so there is no evident demand and hence no supply yeah i think that's very true but these conversations only last for a short time and then they will die back down exactly but now that the conversation has started let's talk about mental health it's here it's very real and it does not affect one or two people it affects a lot of us yeah in fact depression affects more than 264 million people globally depression is just not having a bad day or a bad week but it's the loss of interest or pleasure in everything that you do yeah i think it's a very overused term that you know nobody takes very seriously yeah that's because of the lack of awareness because of which it is often misdiagnosed there are prevention programs both for children and adults in some countries which have proven to be highly effective other treatments include talking therapies and antidepressants basically if diagnosed correctly it can be prevented and cured the key is to identify the cause be it financial stress physical or mental abuse human loss exclusion or a mixture of everything that weighs the person down and to make you know support groups and social groups to help people cope with depression you know it got me thinking that people don't know much about mental disorders apart from depression or anxiety you know why don't we talk about those yeah of course it's important to you know talk about these illnesses there is of course bipolar disorder which affects 45 million people worldwide where the person basically has manic episodes with elevated mood and then there are periods of depression where they find it difficult to even get out of bed but this disease can be treated yeah there's also schizophrenia which affects 20 million people which distort the ability to think perceive show emotions or even communicate but with diagnosis and effective treatment and support these people can lead a productive life being an integral part of our society there are also illnesses is like dementia and alzheimers which affect memory thinking orientation communication and judgment due to deteriorated cognitive function so there is no cure for dementia at the moment but many treatments are in various stages of clinical trials it's really important that we support them and their families and make them feel included there are also developmental disorders such as adhd and autism there is tremendous amount of research out there done for these disorders yeah in fact there some famous people you know such as michael phelps will smith abraham lincoln albert einstein michael jordan who had adhd yeah i know i've heard michael phelps interview in which he said that his mom only made him start swimming so that he could cope with his adhd and look where he is now yeah that's great i think it's really important that as a community and as a society we do a better job at including these people you know supporting them mentally physically and financially it's really really important that we ensure that our policies and our governments that we promote they invest in mental health so that there is enough awareness help and resources available absolutely as a citizen it is really important to choose the kind of people we want to see in power so that they work for us and not only that like exactly. as an yeah and as an individual it's super important to check up on the people around you i think as a society we need to be more empathetic 
empathetic and non-judgmental also you know we need to understand that everyone is on their own journeys they're fighting their own demons so just because we don't understand someone doesn't mean that we exclude them or we ridicule them you know even if it's supposed to mean no harm now i think about it sometimes you know like when we were in school there were moments that you know we excluded people because we thought that they didn't fit into what we thought was cool and now that we have grown up we just see that you know it was the right thing to do at that time yeah and i think it's not just about school right it was very prevalent in school for sure yeah. but the sad part is that it's prevalent even now at workspace we are so good at making people feel excluded be it based on their religion race ethnicity uh gender you know we as a society need to do a better job need to take conscious efforts to make people feel less excluded okay so we have spoken about what the society can do to help but we all go through bad days and sometimes bad weeks so let's talk about what we can do as individuals i think the first and the most important step is just acknowledging that you aren't mentally well and that you need to do something about it right most of us just live in denial because we feel that we will be differentiated in the society yeah and i think the most important thing is asking for help and not feeling ashamed and asking for help help could be out there in so many different ways it could be talking to a friend a family member a colleague and if not that then you take it to the next step you get professional help there are so many organizations out there and even helpline numbers available for you to just talk to someone absolutely i think as humans our first instinct is not to be vulnerable yeah. but we really need to overcome that i read this book starting the year called why we sleep okay and it was an absolute eye opener for me dude you know it talks about how sleep is a mechanism for your body to recoup and undo all the damages okay so earlier insomnia and other sleep disorders were treated as symptoms of mental illness but now there's ample research available that shows that actually precursors to mental illness okay precursors right so sleep disruption affects stress hormones and neurotransmitters and impairs your thinking and emotional regulation which affects your mental health that is why we are told to sleep for 7 to 8 hours every night exactly and our brain is a super complex organ and we don't completely understand these illnesses so i think it's really important to stay patient throughout the treatment of an illness so arzu have you heard of this term called ikigai no what is it so ikigai in japanese means the happiness of always being busy okay so where are you going with this busy life busy mind yeah something like that so there is a small island in japan called okinawa mm-hmm. which is known to have the most number of centenarians in the world yeah i've heard of that so these people you know apart from eating light and doing some regular exercise they live in a nurturing community where they focus on teamwork and they treat everyone living there as a family okay so the point that i'm trying to make is that to lead a healthy and a long life you need to find your purpose in life right your ikigai okay. something which is the epicenter of your passion of your mission and your profession word for the year should be ikigai i have to find my ikigai that's nice yeah. that's your new mission ah uh, so <laughs> my new ikigai is to find my ikigai <laughs> 
well the book also says that you know everyone has their ikigai within them some mm-hmm. people find it uh, you know easily some people actually have to dive deep and find it but eventually you do find it and this purpose keeps changing as you move ahead in your life so you keep redefining your ikigai this sounds like something out of a disney movie like that <laughs> that line was perfectly out of a disney movie but finding your ikigai could take a long time so in the short term us as individuals we all have our own coping mechanisms and how we deal with you know a bad day or a bad week what is it for you akansha so luckily i have close friends and family you know they immediately realize that there's something wrong with me if i'm not keeping well and then they make me talk about you know what's bothering me and i think that really helps apart from that i just like being surrounded by people when i'm not doing so well i think that really helps me so my friends you know either come over we go out for a coffee or you know we have like a random board game night or we just hang out we do something to take my mind off of things and i think that really helps i'm the opposite in that sense when i'm having a bad time i tend to close myself up and distance myself from people but i try to keep busy in the sense that one thing that really helps when i having you know a lot of anxiety or i or i'm having too many thoughts going through my mind i like to clean i end up sorting out drawers i'll just sit and sort out drawers that i've already sorted out before i find it very cathartic for some reason but other than that it's also you know music helps me calm down and then when i'm finally ready then i will talk to my friends and my family surrounding me that's good i think even uh, cooking helps a lot especially you know after a bad day at work i just come home and i just like to cook for myself mm-hmm. have a nice and fulfilling meal and i think then i just go to sleep <laughs> yeah feeling all <laughs> full and satisfied that i think cooking gives you the sense of you know putting your efforts to something and then enjoying it for accomplishing yourself it. yeah and enjoying it and accomplishing for yourself yeah so we also went around and asked a couple of friends how they cope with the bad times and a lot of them had similar thoughts to us they do talk to someone about it they follow a schedule that they don't break i think this is a very difficult point for a lot of people to follow but it has been you know said by a lot of people that following a schedule helps in uh, organizing your day and keeping you know your mental health in check yeah i'm a big fan of to do list to sort out my life in general yeah it's fun ticking off things off the list yeah it gives you some satisfaction you know which is <laughs> just uncomparable Yeah. A lot of people also said that they listen to music, they meditate regularly, they exercise regularly and they reset every week. I think resetting really helps you move on from that moment. You know, you forget, you forgive and you learn and you leave whatever bad happened in the past. but you only take the good uh, memories the cherishable memories ahead yeah it's also a lot to do with introspection right and envisioning what you want from your week forget life just take week yeah i think a lot of people also keep a planner uh, something that i've been wanting to do from long but i'm just miserable at it akansha this is the uh, worst year to have a planner i bought a journal and i was going to start bullet journaling and this year is just got to shit <laughs> there's no use for a planner this year 
no so hear me out right so people have these weekly planners so yeah. they actually talk about so they make a to do list in the starting and then they talk about it's more of a retrospective calls like we have at work right you yeah. talk about what you wanted to accomplish in the week and what you actually did what went wrong what went right things you learned things you want to take back and you also note down the highlights so whenever you're not feeling good about yourself you just you know go back to the highlights and it probably gives you some kind of motivation and inspiration and you know that that optimism that you're going to get out of it it reminds you that there have been positive things in your past and those will come back again yeah talking about you know positive thinking i am an optimist at heart you know that right sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> it works for my benefit and sometimes it just does not yeah. right but i think you know our parents like most parents do they've taught us to look at everything in a good way to find good in everything and everyone and one thing that has stuck with me while reading this book the subtle art of not giving a fuck was that you need to focus on the positive right mm-hmm. so yeah. they talk about how we normally focus our energies on the negative. negative we think about we think about all the bad things that can happen yeah i think it's human nature to think about you know all the things that can go wrong in the sense that we are preparing ourselves to navigate through the wrong things but most of the time we don't have a plan for what if everything goes right <laughs> yeah and the point is that we focus a lot of our energy on just thinking negative that we don't leave any to actually think positive right so just bear in mind that no matter what situation you're in it's all going to work out if not today then tomorrow it's going to work out don't get us wrong we're not trying to you know put out the message of toxic positivity out there in the sense that oh just think positive thoughts and it will be all right it's not that you have to work on it as an individual you have to work on yourself as much as you work on other things uh, that's a great point you brought up arzu in fact it has happened with me way too many times when one of my friends has come up to me and you know told me something uh, which was not which is bothering him which is not working out for him and you know i've just given him this gyan that dude that you know it happens to everyone and don't be negative and it's going to work out and honestly when i look back at it when i reflect i realize that that was not the best approach you know yeah, yeah. Uh, so when somebody comes to talk to you when somebody is venting all they need is a listening ear so just lend them that ear and just be there for them that's all they probably need yeah it's all about being empathetic and making it about you know them and how you are there for them and you will be there for them no matter what and just ask them what you can do to help yeah i think that's all we need as human beings to know that we have help and it is out there so don't hesitate to reach out to professional or personal help yeah if you ever need somebody to talk to you can always reach out to arzu and me through our social media channels or you could directly write to us at feedback@atypicalavocados.com this week's episode comprised of a lot of facts that everyone does need to know thank you so much for joining us today in this very important and crucial conversation our intention was to raise some more awareness for mental health and we hope that you are walking away from this episode with crucial insights so that you will continue the conversation we've put our igikai to you 
news and our website is finally up and running so do check it out at www.atypicalavocados.com yes it is super exciting and you can listen to all the podcasts on the website so be sure to check it out and also share it with everyone you know please stay safe stay indoors and take good care of yourselves both physically and mentally see you next week bye